Dave, play some hauntingly sick beats. You've had enough of the computer for a while. You feel like you've been on messing around on it all week. It's time to get your jam on. You pull up to your trusty AKAIMPC 1000 sampler and prepare to get sick nasty. I just need to quickly Google that if that's a real thing. <laughs> yeah, it is actually. That's nice. That's actually pretty cool. And that's actually the exact thing he has even in the same color. That's pretty cool. Wow, I bet Andrew Hussey didn't just copy and paste it and put it in the <laughs> no, webcomic. No, no, of course not. <laughs> no, that doesn't seem like it would happen. No, of course not. He, he lovingly drew that, Molly. <laughs> with every pixel in paint. Every pixel. Every pixel. Um, next. We go to a sound page. All right. So, uh, this one's kind of <laughs> cool because it lets oh, you make your own beats. Oh, man. Oh man, hold on. <laughs> I need yeah. to tell my boyfriend I'm gonna be a while. <laughs> <laughs> Holy. Sorry, I just. There we go. There's some sick beats to this. There are. I, 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 I need to. We need to move on. I can't be stuck in this. <laughs> I mean, you're in charge of that, aren't you? I am. Hold on. Just. I am enraptured by this. It's fucking cool, right? It's so fucking cool. And you can store those patterns in your F1, was, F2, F3 in buttons, say, so you can save those for later. Shit. I don't think if you come back to this page, it'll work. No, but, but that's still pretty cool. I, I will have to come back later. Um, Dave, take a sip of apple juice and despise what John said. Despite what John said, I misread that. <laughs> I remember because John suggested that Howie Mandel had pissed in his apple juice. Oh, that's right, because there was the whole prank in whatever... Little Monsters. Yeah, that's right, Little Monsters. Yep. Those beats were so fresh, they belong in the produce aisle, is what you're <laughs> talking about. Soccer moms be thumping that shit for ripeness like melons, know what I'm saying? After beats that fresh, it'd be a crime not to reward yourself with a celebratory swig. Why is... 2 plus 2 plus 1 plus 2 equals 7. Oh god! <laughs> what? No, just like Dave, you, you asshole! I love you, but I hate you at the same time. Uh, next. Oh, he goes to drink it, and <laughs> he thinks about the monster from Little Monsters. Just what if? Just what if? You can't do it. John's got you all twisted up inside now. All you can think about is Ma- Mandel's gross monster piss. Damn you, Egbert! Although, curiously enough, MS Paint, Howie Mandel's from Little Monsters, does have the black goo on his knee. He does? That's weird. Also, that comp- this kind of been the inception of Trolls with the way Howie Mandel looks, could it, Molly? Um, I guess it could be. I don't know. Huh. Alright, well, next... You recapture the juice. I do want to point out, I enjoy whenever anyone damns someone by their last name. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And he's, Egbert's a good last name to do Egbert's it. a good last name. It doesn't work with me as much. <laughs> no, I can't just go low and have, it, have <laughs> you, it do the thing. No, you need to have my full name. Like, you have to do it mom style. Yeah, you have, I have to go full mom. I have to go, <laughs> you know, Julie Johanna Adelaide low and really get you all the way in there. I, man, I am starting to become a teacher at the moment. I'm really hoping kids don't find this because this is my fucking name. They're cool. Okay. Uh, Dave, allocate sword to strife specibus. Your strife specibus is already allocated with the blade kind of stratus. There's no need to allocate it. You can wield your sweet ninja sword as a weapon once it's in your strife stack, but you will have to capture log it first before moving it there. Dave, capture log sword. The ninja sword, 2 plus 1 plus 2 plus 2 plus 1 plus 2 plus 2 plus 1 plus 2 plus 2 equals 17, divided by 10 equals 7, occupies the same card as the juice. (laughs) Expelling the juice from your Scylla decks. It splashes all over your turntables and your copies of the beta. So he did spill piss on his turntable in the end. (laughs) Pissed on his turntables. I'm also not going to lie, my former weeb knowledge is trying to remember what the name of the smaller sword that's not the katana. Oh god, I have no idea. 
might be. I don't think it's a wakazashi because they're usually straight and not curved. Also, I'm just going to stop now before I become a full anime doko. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, like, that hasn't already happened. Like, I can stop that. Anyway, um, Dave... Jules, your Twitter profile literally says dangerously anime. I mean, it's accurate. It's accurate. It's accurate. I, I didn't say it was wrong. <laughs> Dave, get a towel or something. You head out to get a towel from the bathroom across the hall. You glance at one of the many radical <laughs> puppets in your bro's collection. Not in approval. Is there anything not awesome about your bro? No, you think not. Dave is the first one to enjoy the knickknacks and whatnot in this house. Yeah, no, he is. Like, he likes puppets. Meanwhile, Rose fucking hates wizards, which I get. And John fucking hates Harlequins. He does. Well, I think he likes Harlequins, but his dad kind of took it too far for him. <laughs> oh, I understand that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, uh, John's dad is basically like, oh, well, John really likes these Harlequins. I'm just going to keep putting Harlequins around the house, I guess. Just keep like, doing you, that. Just keep doing it. So, and, you know, as a kid, you're like, you can't tell your parent no, because, like, that'd just be awkward. Right. Yeah, they're just trying to be nice. Yeah, exactly. Even though it's not in the most effective way, in a way you don't really appreciate. Right. Uh, next. You enter the bathroom. There's a damp towel on the floor you can probably use for this crisis. You stop to pay a little respect to one of your bros to a boy's hanging up there. Hey, little man. How's it hanging? <laughs> Why is there a puppet in the shower? Why is there a puppet in Why the shower? Why is there a puppet in the shower? Also, D- Dave's bro, fucking pick up your towel in the shower. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> the fuck are you doing? There's an invention. It's literally called the towel rack. You put your towel on that. What the fuck? You piece of shit. God, didn't know we were living in anarchy? Fuck you, <laughs> puppet anarchy. This is bullshit. Uh, Dave, capsule lock damp towel. You take the damp towel. Two plus one plus two plus two. Two plus one plus two plus one plus two equals 15. Divided by 10 equals five. Expelling the box. Two plus one plus two equals five. Divided by 10 equals five. So he threw the box and landed on top of the toilet. At least it land in the toilet. It landed on top of the tank. It did not, yeah, on top, not in. <laughs> I do like that, again, this is supposed to be a very organized and neat, like, capsule lock system, but it relies still on the fact that Dave just can't fucking let go. <laughs> like, yep. It has to be super specific. I do enjoy that it capsule lock things, including their adjective. Yes. That's that's good. I enjoy that. Is that is what the thing is. It's a damp towel. If yeah, it was just it's a regular just a towel, towel it would just be, uh, what is that? It would just be okay. eight, and he would just be able to uh, put that in his box, but nope. <laughs> All right, well, Dave, search the bathroom for something slightly less damp. Nah, you just decide to wring this towel out in the toilet and make it less damp. It is now just a towel, uh, which equals eight. There's a sink right next to you. There's also just the shower. What, why ring it on the well, day? Mm, I guess... You, it doesn't really matter. No, but... It, there's something about the image of someone just wringing out a toilet over... Like, wringing out a towel over a toilet. Like, if you walked in on someone who's just wringing out a... Who said, I'm just wringing out my towel in the bathroom. You're like, okay, you pop in. And you see him doing it over the toilet. Yeah, I'd be a little weirded out. But yeah. you're like, okay, that's an interesting way to do that. Yeah, it's like, okay, like, cool. <laughs> Um, yeah. Dave, take towel. You take the towel, then grab the box again while you're at it. Uh, Dave, clean up the juice. He goes back to his room, and he cleans up. You uh, clean 2 plus 2 plus 1 plus 1 plus 2 equals 8. Up the juice <laughs> with the towel and hang the damp beta envelopes on your line to dry off. I, uh, so he puts them on his little photo line. I do like that <laughs> clean and towel ended up being the same number. That's neat. Isn't that isn't that nice? <laughs> Molly, don't don't seduce me with mathematics, please. <laughs> um, that is not my fetish. That is not my no. thing. Alright, uh, next. In the breeze of the fan, oh, no. it is jostle near the open window. This arrangement's a little disconcerting. If they fall out, it sure would be a stupid way to lose them. Please, no. Also, that fucking picture of Dave nonchalantly <laughs> leaning against something while taking a selfie with his fucking camera is pretty good. Yeah, Dave just took a selfie. Man, I want... Part of me already <laughs> wants to see, like, like college-era Dave. Like, what? 
With like an Instagram oh, yeah. account and everything. Like, I want to see that. God, anyway. Uh, Dave, turn off the fan. Yeah, please. This is worrying. Yeah, please. I don't like this. The crisis is easily averted. You can't imagine it'll ever resurface later in any way, shape, or form. That bit is as good as yours forever. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. Yep. Yeah, believe that. Next. Yep. You should probably go pester Eggbird again. You wonder if he found the beta yet. You also might chat about your respective Syllabuses and Fetch Modi if the topic happens to come up. You wonder if he's anywhere near as smooth with the Syllabus as you are. Probably not. It's probably not even humanly possible. Next. <laughs> Suddenly, a rambunctious crow flies in the open window and snatches the beta, possibly to make a nest with, or maybe just for the sake of being a brainless, feathery asshole. You yell at the bird. I, I take umbrage with the, trying to indicate that uh, a crow is brainless. No, crows are fucking smart. Don't... Oh, yeah. Don't mess with crows. D- no, that's a warning. Don't mess with crows. Seriously. They're too smart. Uh, next. Okay. Oh. Stop! <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> oh. Two plus two plus one plus two equals seven, and the sword goes flying out of a Silidex. Well, let's see how this goes. Oh! Oh no! Oh, you must have said next. You accidentally launch your ninja sword. Everything goes flying out the window. Dead bird and all. Oh uh, no! So the sword impales the crow through the chest. It goes flying out his window, and so do the beta copies. That's horrifying! <laughs> well, that was stupid of him. Like, that would really suck to see in real life. It really would. Like, whoops, me saying a word has summoned a sword to stab this bird. <laughs> well, maybe he was just trying to take action. Maybe he wanted to get that bird. I guess. Well, I guess we'll see. Maybe it was uh, intentional. Yeah. Uh, next. No one can ever know about <laughs> this. That's actually a very cute image of Dave just going, like, quiet, like, in quiet <laughs> shock, like, covering mouth, like, Oh, God. No, like, okay, we're just going to lock that away in the old memory box and uh, throw away the key. No one needs That's, to know about this. Yep, no one ever has to know. No one ever has to know. Like the time I once threw a rock at a passing car in my neighborhood because I was bored. Let's, let's move on. Jules. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, look out window. Yeah, you can kiss all that stuff goodbye. <laughs> you feel sorry for the bird, but you at least never planned on ever using that beta ever. Anyway, now that bit of ugliness is behind you, you guess you can look forward to several more hours of messing around in your room. Whoa, wait, what? That's a creepy wizard. Yeah, that's a wizard statue. That's a wizard statue. Uh, next. Oh, we're back with Rose. Alright, and... Okay. Like, the Harlequin thing I got immediately, like, why Uh John would just, like, find that really unnecessary and unsettling at some point. Rose was all about like, hang the wizards, which I get, but as to, at, on one other hand, I was like, well, I mean, they're just wizards. They're not that bad, and then... The fuck is this, Molly? I mean, it's just some wizards. It's What's wrong? A... Wait, the Rose's mom just really fucking loves wizards. So, she's into the magical daddies. Julie Lowe. What? You have to stop. What? What do you mean? My fucking god. I'm gonna have to edit this later and hear that joke again, and it's gonna suck. Uh, Molly here. I'm editing this episode, and Jules just said that again, and I'm just as disappointed as last time. I cannot fucking believe she said Magical Daddy. Thanks, that's all. Molly, I just saw the title of the latest Totally Reprise at this point of recording. (laughs) You are not one to fucking talk. Listen, that podcast didn't happen here, okay? Okay. Oh, okay. So each and our <laughs> fucking pocket universe is fine. And then I am absolved of all word crimes from the digital moncast while here. Excellent. Sanctuary. You can't extradite <sighs> me. Oh, is it Kingdom Hearts 2? I'm le- I'm getting out. Nope, I am. <laughs> I'm plugging. You prepare this- to descend the stairs to your living room. You're standing eye to eye with a familiar foe. A 20-foot-tall granite statue of the mighty wizard Zazerpan the Learned. Your mother had him installed through a hole in the roof with heavy-duty crane. Just look at that mystical gaze. 
To peer into these aloof glass and eyes is to arrest the curiosity of any mortal. To behold the wisdom concealed in the furrows of that venerable face is to know the ceaseless joys of bewilderment itself. Any man so fortunate as to catch a scance as merry twinkle or twitch of whiskers shall surely have all his dreams fulfilled. This reads super horny to me. Am I just broken? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're... Oh, it's 20 foot tall. That's really big. That's a really big statue. statue. Made of granite. That's really big. That's nearly three Master Chiefs. Fucking loves wizards. Fucking loves wizards. Next. You find this grisly abomination utterly detestable. Oh, I enjoy the eye twitch on Rose. Just like, (laughs) fucking... Her eye is twitching. She does not like this. Yeah, if John's dad took it too far, Rose's mom was just like, no, we can can push this. We can really push this. Uh, Rose, psychoanalyze mother's love of wizards. I'm all about this. There's nothing to psychoanalyze. (laughs) Your mother clearly has no real affinity for these damnable things. She only collects them to spite you. If anything, she finds them even more repellent than you do. She's just a committed woman. I don't know which is worse. I actually can't decide which is worse. (laughs) Uh, Rose, go downstairs to the kitchen back door. You descend to the living room area of your home's expansive open layout. There's the sound of rushing water beneath the floor. It tends to strike guests as a strange presence in a living space, but it's become hardly audible to you through familiarity. There's the front door, but hopefully there's no need to make the long trek around the house in the rain. You might as well see if you can slip through the kitchen and out the back unnoticed. Molly, what's that in the bottom right? That looks like a squid in a princess outfit. Is this Octodad? Is this Octodad 2? Looks like an Octodad. We're playing Octo, Octo. We're playing Octomom, apparently. I guess. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Rose, view Mother's solid copper vacuum statue. Oh boy. Okay, but it's bronze, not copper. But it wasn't always. A while ago, you gave this as an ironic gift to your mom for Mother's Day. <laughs> you even customized it with a drink holder to support one of her ubiquitous alcoholic beverages. She liked the gift so much, she had it bronzed and put it on this pedestal. She even left it plugged in so it can still be turned on now and then. But never do any cleaning. It never leaves the display. Sometimes at night when you're in your room, you can hear it wailing from downstairs. She must know you can hear it. She's completely deranged. This is a fucked up life. Yeah. What? Uh, (laughs) Moving on, Rose, grab the Eldritch Princess. It's too big to capture log. Not that you'd want to move it anyway. The pretty princess doll has been sitting there for months, ever since your mother got this abomination for your birthday as a totally passive-aggressive gesture. You decided to make it much less abominable by knitting her majesty a new head and new arms. Now it brings a mischievous smile to your face whenever you walk by. Your mother hasn't removed the doll yet, and probably never will. She would never be the one to blink first. (laughs) I like this. (laughs) Yeah? Yeah, yeah, like... I don't know, it's not creepy to me. It's just it's just a fucking octo princess. Whatever, it's a squid princess. Yeah, I mean just Rose just likes that. Yeah, no, fucking do whatever. Um, Rose, acquire umbrella for protection from elements. U is greater than L, U is less than V. You're gonna have a hell of a time accessing that card when you need it. You guess you'll just cross that bridge later. Oh god, that would like I like that this whole conceit of a capture log is you have infinite pockets almost. But also, it sucks to reach into any one of them. Right, yeah. Like, God. Uh, Rose, peek inside kitchen. The liquor bottles are out in full force. Mom is surely nearby. Oh, this is uncomfortable. More wizards in here. Mm -hmm. Some booze on the counter. Did she spell Uh, shrew on the fucking fridge with the magnetized alphabet? Looks like she might have. Cool. Healthy household. I like it. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Rose, investigate richly colored object in middle of the screen. That would be a refrigerator, whose services have customarily served as the battlefield for a chilly siege of passive-aggressive <laughs> one-upmanship. This was a drawing you kid did of your cat Jasper's when you were younger, along with a poem about him. Your mother bought this ostentatious $15,000 frame for it and had it welded to the door. Oh my god. Like... This is something my mom would do, but as a genuine thing. Like, without oh, any... Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this is something my mom would actually do. So, okay, fun story. Similar to this, I was desperately 
trying to make my own fucking manga, as they say, mm-hmm. in uh, high school. A Japanese anime. Yeah, well, no, no, no. Uh, a manga specifically, Molly, in, uh, in page format, mind you. Oh, and yes. So I got to a point where I had, like, a title, a character, like, a whole concept, and, like, I made the cover and everything, and then, like, you know, I was a silly teenager, and I just abandoned that uh, pursuit at some right. point. And then she found that picture later... She then, like, did... Because she was doing a printmaking workshop, uh, like, class after work at that point, and she made a small print of it, and then she took it to a jeweler and got it put inside of a locket. Oh my god. So she has an original anime character of mine inside of a locket. (laughs) Original character, do not steal. That's my mom. Like... (laughs) Your mom is so great. (laughs) Like, that's... I love your mom. <laughs> Everyone Honestly, does. Honestly, truly. Everyone fucking does. <laughs> God. I, I should see if she's, she still has that locket. I fucking know it. It's somewhere. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, next. Using the colorful magnet letters, you recently left a succinct message, which may or may not have been directed toward anyone in particular. But you couldn't find the letter W, so you just stuck two Vs together. <laughs> Creative. I like it. <laughs> Uh, next. Uh, so yeah, she definitely yeah, wrote shrew yeah, on the fridge. Shrew. God. Your mother then purchased a fresh pack of W's and left them there at your convenience. <laughs> Appreciative of a thoughtful gesture, you left her a sincere thank you note, which you had legally notarized and then marked with a drop of blood. Holy shit, this is some next level hell. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They really fucking hate each other. They're really going at it. Like... Mmm. <laughs> I'm severely... I am severely uncomfortable. Oh, well... We can move on. Yeah, next. Just... just <laughs> but part of it was touching the floor, so your mother was kind enough to lift the lower portion of the document with a velvet pillow. <laughs> Molly, this is too much! This is... <laughs> This is so much passive-aggressive bullshit between my mother and daughter. Like, yeah, God, yes. like credit to Hussey that that achieved exactly what he wanted. I think in me, just yeah, holy fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, basically, uh, Rose, attach a W to face as a fake mustache. This is incredibly silly, and you're not sure how it fits in your campaign against your mother or getting your computer back online to escape your doom. But it's hard to resist getting a little silly sometimes, especially when you're absolutely positive no one's watching. This is adorable. This is fucking adorable. She puts adorable. a W up to her face. She's got a little mustache. And she's just wiggling her eyebrows. This is fucking yep. adorable. Uh, Rose, capture log W. Uh, w is greater than L. W is less than V. Right. Or greater than V, excuse me. Uh, next. But that unsightly void in the W pack won't do. Nor will the gash in the plastic. You deposit 12 cents in this place, which is your approximation of the letter's value. You also make a vow to return later and neatly sew the plastic shut. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. Why not? Uh, Rose, think of ways to one-up mother. You now wonder how to address the pillow situation. Seems the woman is you at a clear disadvantage. Perhaps slipping a fresh doily under the pillow will do the trick. Or maybe spilling a bit of Worcester sauce on it, then having it dry clean and returned along with a laboriously ingratiating apology note. No, there's no time for anything like that. Or maybe, just thinking out loud here, you could use the entire pack of W's as M's? Oh yeah, that'd burn. But you've already done something with that W pack, and there's no need to go back and gild that, Lily. This is delicate business, and that pillow is screaming for rebuttal. Jesus crap. Rose, capture log velvet pillow. <laughs> you decide to take the velvet pillow and lovingly embroider a poem in praise of motherhood on it. Hopefully you can pull this off before she notices it's gone. V-E is greater than L. V-E is less than V-I. V-E is greater than U. But it causes your tree to be pretty badly unbalanced. It surely will auto-balance itself in a moment. Yeah, that would bother me if I had an inventory system like that. Like, yep. Just, I want a, just a little bit of symmetry. Just a little bit more. Yep, just, just a little get, bit. Just get one more thing on the left-hand side. Yeah. Uh, next. And just like that, the umbrella becomes accessible on the root card. That's one of the things you love about Tree Modus, the happy surprises. Oh, well, that's nice. 
happy little tree modus. Mm-hmm. That isn't a pain whatsoever. At all. No. Ever. Uh, Rose, head out the back door. Okay, enough's enough. Time to get going. Oh! Yeah, that'd be a little freaky. <laughs> and there's Mom with a mop and bucket. Cut. And a martini! I like that there is just that mixture of, like, stepford housewife and also, like, terrifying, like... Oh, just being fast. Yeah. Yep. That she could just appear there with a mop and bucket, holding a martini, is a complete silhouette, and... <laughs> well, it's dark in the house. Yeah. And the power's out, so... God. Uh, next. You don't know how she does that. You're never safe in this house. And of all things to be doing during a power outage, she's up to our ironic housewife routine again. That mop bucket doesn't even have any water in it. What an absolute mad woman. Ironic housewife routine? <laughs> what the fuck? What is this family, Molly? <laughs> what? Just... Uh, mm. It's fine. Yeah, no, it's, it's cool. It's, it's cool. cool. Everything's uh, good. Rose, hop over counter, landing in a roll. This bird's gotta fly! <laughs> Next. And she jumps away. Fucking you A. Roll. Fucking A. <laughs> Flips over the counter. Man, she knows parkour more than Dave. Yep. Maybe it's because she actually does know parkour. That's why she, she uh, suggested it. Yeah, why she suggested it. Yeah. Oh, She's be... like, hey, if you try this thing I do all the time, it's parkour. Oh, fuck yes. Uh, next. And she lands in a pile of wizards. Ow. Lousy, goddamn, stupid wizards. I'm sure multiple of our friends have, like, actually uttered that sentence out loud at some point. <laughs> I think I have in the fucking <laughs> playing Destiny with you. Oh, yeah. Actually, no, it's more like us calling them shitty wizards. Yeah, I just, I always call them shitty wizards. You gotta. Yeah. And then people telling me to not actually fuck the wizards. Well, don't. I don't know. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, in the past again. You're almost done patching up the hole in your wall with a gaffer tape. But it's sort of hard to get any work done. People keep pestering you all day. You guess you better get that. Uh, Dave, answer chum. And it's Jade. Are you good? I'm good. I'm ready. I can do this. <laughs> I'm prepared. I've got to face my fears. All right. <laughs> Garden Gnostic began pestering Turntech Godhead in 1836. Hi, Dave. Hey, sup. Not much. So what are you, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Uh, it's alright. Being chill, I guess. You know how it goes. Great! Feeling cool today, Mr. Cool Guy? Oh man, you know it. So cool! You know shit is ice cold up in here. Shit is wicked bananas, I am telling you. <laughs> so, have you talked to John today? Yeah, we were just talking a while ago about how he sucks at a Silidex. <laughs> Can you believe he uses stack? That kid is ridiculous. <laughs> That doesn't sound like much fun. What was it you use again? Wait, never mind. I forgot. Whenever we talk about your goofy modices, I get a migraine. What do you want with John? <laughs> I want to tell him happy birthday. Ask him about his birthday package. Oh, yeah. I was being sort of cagey and told him to check the mail, because I was wondering if mine came yet. I think it did. Yeah? And I think mine came too. So, uh, I guess you want to know if he likes it or something? No! He will not open it. He's gonna lose it! Oh. Uh, wow. Sorry to hear that, I guess. No, it's good, actually. Because he'll find it again later when he really needs it. Which, of course, is why I sent it in the first place. See, like, I never get how you know these things. I don't know. I just know that I know. Hmm. Alright. Anyway, I have to go. I have to feed Beck, which is always a bit of an undertaking. Man, if I were you, I would just take that fucking devil beast out behind the woodshed and blow its head off. <laughs> I don't think I could if I tried. Yeah. Say hi to your granddad for me too, okay? Uh, yes, I guess an encounter with him is almost certain. It is usually... intense. Well, yeah, isn't it always with family? But he sounds like a total badass. Yeah, he totally is! Anyway, gotta go! See ya. Heart. Oh, I, I'm, I can see what Jade's deal is, kinda. Like, kinda? Kinda. Oh? What's Jade's deal? Molly, I've, uh, ingested a lot of time travel stories. 
Okay. I guess we'll see. Well, no, what, what, what do you think her deal is? Okay. That she's a, uh, a time traveler? No, I don't think she's a time traveler, but I think it's the case where... I think where she is at the moment is somehow in the future, but she's still able to interact with the past. Well, sure, because, I mean, we're interacting with Dave right now while everybody else is kind of a little bit ahead of him. Right. But that could just be a storytelling thing, too. And also, but, like, the way she's tried to contact John and, like, the differences in timestamps, as well as the way yeah. she's able to know, like, it's determinism. It's the fact that she knows John needs this package because she sent it to to him and he lost it, but he'll get it at some point when he really needs it. And because she knows that, she sent in the first place. So you're thinking time differences. I guess when, we'll you, when it gets right down to it, you're thinking differences between their timelines. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. I guess we'll see. We will. Uh, Dave, get phoned. It'll be handy to have your phone 2 plus 2 plus 1 plus 2 plus 1 equals 8 on standby so you won't always have to go back to your computer whenever somebody pesters you. This way you can text message 2 plus 1 plus 2 plus 2, 2 plus 1 plus 2 plus 2 plus 1 plus 2 plus 1. 18 equals 8. People, no matter where you are or what outrageously cool thing you're up to. Uh, next. And same stack as his towel and it falls on his head. <laughs> so cool. I just like that. Just no, just no reaction. Like, just, nope, gotta, just gotta keep sewing. Nope. Just can't react. It's just happened. <laughs> yep, that's fine. Uh, John, pursue adversary into that room. Oh, and boy. even meter while, in the present, sort of. Once again, the slippery antagonist eludes you. You only find more of these unpleasant oily smears. Someone's pestering you. Both your PDA and your computer register the message. <laughs> this chum will know what to do. Oh, it's Dave. Do you want to take John or Dave? Uh, I'll take John. Okay. Alright, I'm out of my room now looking for my bros game. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, there is no sign of Rose yet. I hope she's okay. Well, if she comes back, I'll be ready. You better know what you're talking about, because this could get ugly. Bought my phone, and I also took my awesome katana with me in case things get too hot to handle. And they always do. You mean that cheap piece of shit you have on your wall? Fuck you. It's sharp and it's awesome and it's a sword and a story. Okay, I don't really care. I'm in my room again. I really think there's someone else in this house, like monsters or something. Howie? <laughs> I wish. Dude, monsters aren't real. That's stupid kid stuff for stupid babies. Maybe. Yeah, you're right. What are you, an idiot? Of course there are monsters in your house. You're in some weird evil monster dimension. Come on. Skepticism is the crutch of cinematic troglodytes. Like, hey, Mom and Dad, there's a dinosaur or a ghost or whatever in my room. Yeah, right, Junior, go back to bed. Fuck you, Mom and Dad. How many times are we going to watch this trope unfold? It wasn't goddamn funny the first time I saw it. Just once, I'd like to see Dad crap his pants when his dad kid says there's a vampire in his closet. Oh, shit, everyone in the minivan. Be fucking Dad of the Year right there. Okay, okay, stop. What do I do? What? What do you have? A hammer? Man, that's so lame. Okay, whatever. You should look into weaponizing your Silidex. My bros always get on my case about it, but man, it's not as easy as it sounds. But if you're fighting monsters left and right, you don't have much choice. Hmm. Okay, I guess I can read up on data structures some more? How's it going over there? I'm out in the living room. He's usually here, but I don't see him. Might be playing his mind games he's always playing. This ninja shit. All I see is locale over there, so I guess he can't be far. <laughs> oh god, so lame. What? See, I just don't know why you think it's cool. His ventriloquist rapping thing. Oh, locale? No, man, locale's the shit. That's fine, you're entitled to your opinion. I'm just saying that being a white guy who is a rapper with a ventriloquist doll... It's not cool by any stretch of the imagination, or by any definition of the word cool, ironic, or otherwise. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, bullshit. Cal is dope. Puppets are awesome. John Egbert blows. The end. Yeah, more like the opposite of all those things is the thing that is true. I'm going to read. Good luck with your bro. <laughs> <laughs>
I enjoy their interactions. They they read like actual two best friends. They're super good friends. They're super good friends. Um, um, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but some of this dialogue is actually lifted from uh, old conversations Andrew Hussey had with his friends. That's pretty cool. I actually enjoy that yeah. a lot. Yeah. I'm, I'm just reminded of like the chats you and I have in like fucking Destiny. Just like... Right, just dumb shit like that. Yeah, just like you saying, when you have a knife, everything looks like a warm belly. Listen, that's it's just the truth. Oh, fucking God, so fucking... <laughs> anyway, uh, read your book. Stay wary of these foes. I swear, podcast listeners, I'm not a serial killer. I swear. <laughs> she's, she's just a very good hunter in Destiny, not a hunter of actual human beings. The most dangerous of game. <laughs> it is the most dangerous game. <laughs> Pfft, monsters. Only dumb babies who poop in their diapers believe in that stuff. Uh, Rose, you throw right out the front door. There's a monster in yeah, John's room. there's, um... It's, it's hiding behind his bed. It's a Harlequin monster as well. Yep. Oh, shit's about to go down. Uh, and you said the next command, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, Got a sound one. Okay, and Rose rolls towards the door, and... Oh, there's Mom. Alright, so we have more options this time. Uh, I guess aggrieve? Alright, let's aggrieve. Oh, and she goes, runs up. She has knitting needles. Yeah, like. She's gonna stab her mom with knitting needles. She's gonna stab her mother! Like, I know shit's tense, but come on! This is going from passive aggressive to aggressive! Uh, Blotto Perry. Looks like mom didn't take any damage from that, fortunately, because she could have got really hurt. No, she parried with a fucking martini. Yep. I'm also loving her mom's style, by the way. Like, goddamn. She's got this button-down dress. Yeah. With, like, a uh, belt and, like... Long sleeves and tights and heels. Like, she's looking good. Yeah. Um, aggress. Passive. Passive. Let's try that. Passive aggress. <laughs> oh, she jumps up. And, oh, empty suicide threat. Oh, that's a bit... Oh, that's... Uh, that's, yeah, that's a little bit. Uh, like, <laughs> I'm so creepy and comfortable, Molly. Rose, stop it, Rose. Uh, Abja. Guardian rubric. Oh, there's a pony. <laughs> a beautiful pony. <laughs> uh, abstain. Guardian rubric, ironic negligence. She's trying to give Rose a fucking, martini. She's trying to fucking give her a drink. She counters with a bottle of Perrier. Is that a fucking pun on Perry? That's pretty good. Yep. <laughs> Alright, well, next. Uh, I don't think there's anything else we can do here. Yeah. yeah, so next. God. It looks like Mom has satisfied her strife quota for the day. She simply returns to her housework. No point in going out the front door anymore. Might as well head out the back like you originally planned. Rose's mom seems like the former trophy wife who successfully murdered her husband and got away and now owns everything <laughs> in the world and is now just bitter about it. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. She feels like... Well, like, imagine if days of our lives fucking ended, and but life kept continuing for them. The days kept going on. Right. I think that's how it works. Anyway, uh, Rose, first be the pony, second trample mom. I will say that you were a little freaked out by dad not having a face, and mom definitely doesn't have a face. Yeah, but she's at least got lips. Dad has... Well, he doesn't have lips, but he does have the pipe. He doesn't have a nose and a pipe. lips. But, like... I don't know. Something about this is less weird as just a faceless man in a suit. That's fair. You can't be this stupid pony, and frankly, you can't imagine why anyone would want to. But you give the pony a begrudging pat on the snout anyway. Her name is Maplehook. Is that a real pony? Well, it is a pony. And she's touching it, so... Aww. I don't like that the pony has no face. It's kind of weird. Yeah. That's kind of weird. Um, A little bit. John, turn around. (laughs) Data structures for assholes. Chapter 7. God damn it, why do I even bother? The good news. Finally, your revolting incompetence can be put to use. Instead of accidentally firing a Silidex full of steak knives into a priceless oil painting or your beloved grain out, you can turn that fumbling fury toward one of your foes, such as the ability to grasp painfully simple concepts. The bad news? I'm tired of explaining myself hoarse to you gibbering fuckwads. In this chapter, I'll be phoning it in with a liberal use of diagrams and shitty clip art. What are you going to do about it? 
You're going to wiggle in your own viscous secretions like the worms you are. That's what. Here, learn something for a change. I do love... We have a... Freaking... Goddamn... <laughs> we have... Uh, put a globe into your Silidex full of cinder blocks to shoot a cinder block at something. <laughs> uh, asshole notes. <laughs> Press your lips together to form a stiff pucker. Apply them firmly to my rear end. I now pronounce you man and wife. Now get in the kitchen and make my ass some dinner. God... I'm just yep. I'm just imagining like people who write textbooks just getting so sick of like <laughs> some of just not learning. This is yep. also like this is, is everything I have learned so far in my teaching courses of not what not to say or do. Like everything. This unticks every box, Molly. Yeah, that sounds right. You're trying to read, okay? This book is already unpleasant enough as it is without weird voices in your head nagging you to do things. Besides, I thought we already agreed there's no such thing as monsters. Next. With three exclamation points. Mm-hmm. Fine, you'll interrupt your reading and turn around, but you don't see what could possibly be so... Oh my god, it's a monster. <laughs> next, next, next. Hi, <laughs> uh, we're on a strife page. All right. And he's fighting a shale imp. Oh, boy. oh, he's got the bunny. Don't move or the bunny gets it. Oh, my the God. The beating up his bunny. No, don't beat up the bunny. John pulls out his sledgehammer. Aggrieve. Aggrieve the fuck out of that guy. Put the bunny back in the box. And oh, John, John drops the hammer and breaks John. it. John, 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 Jonathan Egbert, and John. And now he's just going to lay on the ground. I don't think he knocked himself out. I feel like he's not just lying there because, wow, that would have been really cool if I did that. I think he's just embarrassed. Yeah, I just think, well, okay. Uh, yeah. Rose, exit. You leave through the back door. Nearby is a transformer which distributes electricity from the underground generator powered by the river throwing beneath your house. The transformer is struck by lightning, though, and no longer works. You wonder if your mother has any plans to have it fixed. You guess she'd rather just play her mind games in a dark house like a weirdo. You could see the mausoleum and portable generator across your backyard. You're almost there. That's right. That's why she was heading out. I almost forgot for a second. Yep, she has no power. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rose. I think it just happened, too, so I don't know why she's being so mean to her mom about this. Yeah, like, it within the time frame, it happened within the past, like, hour or so. And, like, yeah. it takes a while to get you someone out. to get co- somebody out in the middle of the woods. Yeah, and, like, even then, it's not like, oh, you have to flip on the mains or, like, just get an electrician. It, you, a transformer was hit, like. Yeah, it's an entire transformer. You need to call in, like, fucking Witwicky Electronics or something. Yep. That was a joke you didn't get. That's okay. Nope. I'm just gonna... No, I was just gonna let it happen. Uh-huh. Uh, Rose, use Umbrella. Uh, she's the Umbrella, and all her shit falls out of her inventory. The W <laughs> sticks to the Transformer, because it's magnetic. Oh, okay. That's good. Don't try and grab the W, Rose, please. Uh, next. You regather your items and begin the soggy Trek mausoleum word. <laughs> mausoleum word. Whatever. I don't mausoleum. know how to say that fucking thing. Yeah, that's how I always used to say it. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite kind of pasta. Get up, John. This is no time for slumber. Oh, we're back with John. Strife. He's just got a fucking Uh, stick now. And we have controls now. Yeah. Arrow keys, WASD to walk, spacebar to attack. Can we actually use this? Yep. If we walk up to it, press spacebar, you can start hitting the shale lamp. Fuck you. Oh, but he will punch you in the fucking face if you hit him enough. Jesus. Yep, and that's that. Okay, well, uh, Rose, forget the W and make haste to the mausoleum. Retrieving the W never even crossed your mind. It's just a stupid magnet. <laughs> also, I do like that Rose has, of course, a very goth black and white umbrella. Oh, yeah. Man, you know Rose would super be into My Chemical Romance and the later works of Gerard Way. Oh, absolutely. Like, she'd have There's fucking no signed copies be. of, like, the two volumes of, of Umbrella Academy. Uh-huh. That's a good comic. I should go back and read that. You could. Have you read it? Nope. It's really fucking good. It's really <laughs> fucking good. <laughs> I believe you. There's a time-traveling agent in that who is a, a goldfish uh, in a bowl on top of a fucking robot suit. Oh my god, okay. Yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. In the universe of Umbrella Academy, like, all monkeys have been given the ability to just talk and be people. 
God, that's There's great. a detective monkey, Molly. A detective monkey? Yep, a detective monkey. Yeah. The Brother Academy's really good. Um, next. <laughs> oh. And we see her trekking towards the building. There's a generator back there. The entire forest is on fire. Yeah, like, there's just, like, a few rows of trees behind the mausoleum and the generator, and then just fire. Just Inferno. Yep. Yep. Uh, John, salvage your weapon and fight on. We load up. John's ready to fight again. He's going Strife hand- again. He's going hand-to-hand. Oh, well, looks like we can... It's telling us to go pick up the hammerhead. And then that ejects... So click it, and it ejects something from a syllabus. Then we pick that up, and oh, that ejects the that telescope. Up. Pick up the telescope. It throws a towel. <laughs> okay. And the towel slowly falls. <laughs> pick up the towel, and it shoots the Cruxite dowel. Pick up that. Uh, we can grab that. And it shoots the PDA. And John runs up the wall and flips and catches it. Fuck yeah. Throws it at the guy again, and he blows up. Does everyone can... but Dave know parkour? Is that the joke? That's what it seems like, right? I will uh, pick this up. You pick all the up stuff everything. up, and some of it is sh- the purple stuff. Oh, shale. Looks like it's called shale, and the blue stuff is called build grist. Okay. So we got some more grist. Woo! Alright, and, uh, yeah. You said... Put the bunny... Oh, nope, that's you. Yeah, that's put... still you. The bunny back in the box. <laughs> and John slam dunks that bunny. Fuck yeah. Right, well, through, right, the right, box. right through the box. Right through the box. God damn it, John. <laughs> even, now, why couldn't he? Even when yeah. he gets a cool ass moment, he still flubs it. <laughs> now, why couldn't he just put the bunny back in the box? Why couldn't he just put the bunny back in the box? Now, Exult. Victory! Spoils are yours! Oh, and he climbs up ranks on his Esha ladder from Green Tyke to Juva Squirt to Plucky Tot. Oh my god! Looks like he got some money to put in a little piggy bank over there. Yeah, that's cute. I like that. I like that piggy bank, actually. Yeah, and John gets happy and he gets a little new feather in his cap up there. Oh yeah! The amazing victory... Oh, go ahead. Oh no, just his little fucking dance I love. Oh, he's cute, yeah. The amazing victory allows you to scale the first two achievement rungs on your Eshel Ladder. You're now a plucky tot with a new feather in your cap to show for it. The Eshel Ladder rewards your bold ascent with 125 boon dollars. You waste little time storing them in your ceramic pork hollow. Additionally, climbing the rungs has boosted your gel viscosity and cash limit. I don't like the word pork hollow. <laughs> well, it's a pork hollow. So it looks like John's uh, build grist limit went up by 20. Woo! Right. Nice. Uh, next. By expanding your cash limit, you made room for all that nice grist you just collected. You now have 32 fragments of build grist and 10 fragments of shale. What about that card? It seems the shale imp had allocated the bunny to its strife specibus. Sort of a stupid thing to use for a weapon, but you might as well grab it and stick the bunny in your strife deck while you're at it. It will, at the very least, be safer there. Okay. So he could be bunny kind now. <laughs> Is that his persona? Yes. Yeah, okay, cool. You group the two specify in your strife portfolio. No self-respecting strifer would be caught dead without one. <laughs> Just got handle kind as well? Christ. Yeah, because his hammer broke, yeah. so now he's handle kind. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> gather the scattered bits of your large hammer. Oddly enough, it seems breaking the sledgehammer altered the abstratus from hammer kind to handle kind, even going as far as expelling the head of your smaller hammer from your deck to force compliance. You didn't even notice that in the heat of the battle. You grab the sledgehammer handle, expelling the useless Harlequin figurine. <laughs> now repair the hammer. You merge the sledgehammer head with its handle, and return it to your strife deck, repairing the hammer kind of stratus in the process. The smaller hammer handle is ejected from the deck, since, of course, handles of any sort no longer belong in there, oh, my, obviously. my head hurts from all of this. <laughs> it's fucked up. Uh, fine, now what? Dave's pestering you, but you don't have time to deal with this nonsense right now. Something is amiss in your room. You can't quite put your finger on it. Uh, next. Nope. But we cut okay. over to the uh, mausoleum. Which has the cutest cat head on it, but also there's another one of those head on it. black goop splotches. Yeah, there's black goop on that kitty, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rose, hurry inside and activate the generator. Uh, looks like she does that. 
you fire up the generator and drag a cord into the mausoleum. It, of course, would be foolish to run the generator inside a confined space. Generator safety is everyone's business. I... <laughs> so, generator's outside. Yep, and just... Man, I don't know, it's kind of fucked up, this whole mausoleum thing for one single cat. <laughs> yeah, it's a little, a fucked little up. bit. Um, Rose, defile tomb. Sorry, Jespers. Have to make space for the laptop. <laughs> Besides, your final resting place is already a mockery. You should have decomposed years ago under a bed of petunias like a normal cat, not given to a taxidermist and stuffed with a tiny custom-tailored suit and then stuffed in a coffin built for infants. This is the worst. <laughs> this is the worst. Jasper's is cute, though. This is... Like, very cute, agreed. But also... I'm just trying to imagine if we did it to Monty, my good, my no. sweet Corgi. Like, your sweet Monty. <laughs> uh, Rose, plug in your laptop. Uh, she does. She's got a message from Dave, and Spurb is barking at her. Mm-hmm. You plug in your laptop and connect to the internet signal again. Everything predictably falls out of your Celadex, but you're not about to get bent out of shape about it. You have bigger fish to fry. Looks like Dave noticed you're back online. He pesters you like clockwork. And there's John. What on earth is he up to now? The door, John. Look at the door. You're right. Didn't Rose yank the door off its hinges and prop it to your bed? Oh, yeah. Someone or something has put it back and left it slightly ajar. Incredibly alarming. Investigate. <laughs> what is this? A bucket this? falls on his head. <laughs> what? This is the so outrageous. The prankster's gambit is not John's. Oh, boy. And... There's Nana Sprite. Oh my god. Who is enjoying the prankster's gambit. What? <laughs> Just forgot the fucking... That's right. Just grandma and hug. Man! <laughs> Man! It's fucked up. Yeah. It's fucked up. Yeah. Uh, Rose Pestajon. Who do you want to take? Oh, looks like it's Dave and Rose. Do you want me to take Dave? Uh, yeah, sure. Well, it's up to you. Uh, no, I'm happy. To, I'm mostly happy to take Rose. Okay. Oh, there you are. John said your house was burning down. You on fire yet, or what? No. For now, I have retired to the safety of a smaller building, which is much closer to the forest fire threatening my residence. Oh, well, that's a relief. John told me to get the game to help you get out of there, so I'm working on that now. Working on it? Yeah, my bro's copy. Long story. Hey. Don't tell John this, but I think he might have been right about the puppets. They're sort of starting to freak me out a little. You're referring to your brother's collection. I mean, don't get me wrong, I think it's cool and all. Semi-ironic puppet thing or whatever. Or semi-semi-ironic. Man, I don't know. I'm just starting to think of some of this shit is going a little far and it's kind of fucked up. I've seen his websites. I like him. <laughs> yeah, well, you would. Man, I wish little Cal wouldn't look at me like that. With those dead eyes, Jesus. Sometimes I dream that he's real and he's talking to me and I wake up in a cold sweat and basically flip the fuck out. Interesting. Oh god, why did I just tell you my dream? You're gonna have a field day with that. I am currently scrolling notes furiously into one of the many psychoanalysis journals I maintain for you. Published papers forthcoming. Because, you know... It's not like either of us have anything better to do at the moment than to evaluate each other's radically debilitating pathologies. Yeah, I'm gonna get moving. Oh, have you heard from John? He's not answering me. He won't answer me either. But I am watching him. I suspect he is preoccupied with the fact that he had just had a bucket of water dumped on his head by the ghost of his dead grandmother, who also happens to be dressed like a clown. <laughs> Alright, I'm out. Later. I really like Rose. Yeah, also, Rose is great. I just like Dave's like the slow realization of who would actually own all these fucking puppets. Yeah, what's who the fuck has puppets who like the this? Fuck, like one puppet, sure. Like you want to do a ventriloquist act, you be you. But also, yeah, you do you. Like who needs this many puppets? <laughs> yeah. Uh, interrogate this mad woman. Uh, you take John. Okay. Um, Nana? Yes, dear. Wow, you scared the living daylights out of me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it was a really great prank. <laughs> Good one, Nana. Anyway, are you... 
Really? My dead Nana? Of course, John. I've come back to help you on your journey through the medium and beyond. I'm delighted to see what a fine young man you've turned out to be, just like your father. Okay, I guess I will take your word for it. I don't remember you at all. My dad said I was was really young when you died. Hey, speaking of which, do you know where he is? I looked everywhere for him. Uh, next. (laughs) No, dad's fighting imps in the kitchen, and then in the next panel he's gone. Oh. Your father was kidnapped. Oh no. When you crossed over to the medium, he was apprehended by the very forces of darkness which your presence here has awakened. What? Uh, Okay, so what is the medium you are talking about? It is where we are now. A realm that is a ring of pure void, dividing light and darkness. It turns in the thick of the Asiphosphere, a place untouched by the flow of time in your universe. You mean because we are inside a computer or in the game software or something? A computer? Why, what is that, dear? Some newfangled contraption, like the horseless auto boxcar? Well, uh, it's like this machine that, uh... <laughs> of course I know what a computer is, John. I was just pulling your leg. <laughs> oh, okay. No, John, you're not inside a computer or software or anything like that. Try not to be so linear, dear. The software that brought you here is merely a mechanism that served as a gateway. Its routines, in a way, serve to invoke this realm's existence, yet it stands independently of any physical machine and, somewhat paradoxically, always has. I'm not sure I get it, but... Alright, so what do I actually need to be doing here? I think it would be best if we started with the big picture. Go on. We get a flash video. Ooh. And curtains open, and we see that spirograph symbol a few times. I believe it's seven times, eight times? I wasn't counting, to be honest. We then And see... then we see a planet. <laughs> or something. Yeah. Maybe it's a Dyson sphere. Maybe. Above the medium, beyond the seven gates, residing at the core of the Ancyposphere, is a place known as Skya. Legend holds that Skya exists as a dormant crucible of unlimited creative potential. What does this mean, you ask? I'm afraid my lips are sealed about that, dear. (laughs) But needless to say, where a realm of such profound importance is concerned, forces of light will forever be charged with its defense, while forces of darkness will just as persistently covet its destruction. Alright, well, uh, next. Okay. And we see a nine-piece chessboard with two kings. Huh. And as it so happens, at the center of this realm, whose fate is in question, these very forces duel on a stage, stuck in eternal stalemate. Yes, they have dueled in this manner forever. That is, until you showed up. That's actually a pretty cool visual metaphor for it. Yeah, constantly in checkmate because they can't move towards the middle. Right. Well, not even checkmate, just not even... They just... Not even check. It's just... They have to just keep moving around each other. Yeah, because if they make even one other move, it becomes checkmate. Right. Me? And we see the sprite split into two pieces again. Mm Mm-hmm. And remember, one went down. Yeah, one went up. Towards oh, but this one that went down. purple buildings huh. with some orbs on it. And one went up with gold buildings with orbs on them. And we see the sprites, they gain cl- uh, harlequin features. And the chessboard evolves from a nine-square chessboard to way more than that. And now it's a full chess game. Huh. Me? Yes, you, John. Before your mishap with my ashes, you may recall the sprite's previous incarnation, which resulted from its kernel's hatching. You see, this hatching occurs automatically in response to your arrival. The result is a pair of kernels, one dark, one light, each carrying the information they were prototyped with before the hatch. One goes down to a kingdom entrenched in darkness, the other up to a kingdom basking in light. 
each comes to rest in an orb atop a spire, of which there are three others in kind. The four spires are situated above a throne, and these two thrones preside over the two respective sovereign powers. And once the kernels are situated, that is when the game's afoot. The true war begins, light versus dark, good versus evil. This is a war that the forces of light are always destined to lose without exception. Huh. A question of futility, then. Uh, and we see arrows pointing to gates above John's house. And it looks like there's some more oil on his front, just the entire front of his house. It's a pretty big spot. Yeah. And there's two eyes next to his house, too. Oh, God, I noticed that. That's terrifying. Yep. Wow, really? Then what's the point? That remains for you to find out, dear. For you see, the journey you're about to take is the ultimate riddle. Whoa. For now, your objective is to proceed towards Skya and pass through the first gate situated directly above your house. Not even terribly far. The gates will become progressively more difficult to reach, so you'd better be prepared to sharpen your adventuring skills. How am I supposed to get up there? You build. Next. Okay. Oh, John's happy he, about that. He's real happy. Uh, okay, I think I get it now. So, I guess the battle between against good and evil is sort of irrelevant? Well, I don't know. That all sounds kind of weird. But in any case, we build the house to get to these gates, and then I can save my dad. Yes, John. And then after that, we solve this ultimate riddle thing and save Earth from destruction. Oh, no, I'm afraid not. Next? Oh, John is yep. much less excited yeah, now. like the dance has just slowed to complete stop. Your planet is done for, dear. There's nothing you can do about that. Oh. Your purpose is so much more important than saving that silly old planet, though. And that is... <laughs> yes, I will have to agree with the float hag about that. Nana Sprite goes through the wall <laughs> and leaves a bunch of goop on the Con Air poster. Yeah, just a fucking blue goop. John, you're such a good boy. I know you'll succeed. Thanks, Nana. You're a good boy, and good boys deserve treats. Hooray! I'm gonna bake you some cookies. Oh. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> the hag mentioned cookies. Pursue her. <laughs> oh god damn it, that's just what you need. More baked goods. Just that throbbing Betty Crocker image. <laughs> John, you do not say no to cookies. I demand you go get them. I'm with Wayward Vagabond on this. <laughs> I'm with him. You totally abjure the hell out of that idea. You're so busy abjuring, you don't even notice Rose <laughs> has been trying to get a pester you the whole time. I kind of like... Just like just like with friends in general, but the way friends are online, just the way you talk and the way you behave just leaks into your own personality from other friends. Yeah. Like, he's saying absurd, just like Rosewood, and Rose was playing with uh, the W's and mustache, just like John does with all of his fucking right, disguises. Right, exactly, it made a disguise. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, it's really nice, I like that. It's really cute. Because, like, we've all picked up on each other's, like, own tics and mannerisms. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Rose, hit John in the head with the box to get his attention. You give John a swift drubbing in the noggin, but he's undeterred. <laughs> that is some fit he's throwing. <laughs> Next. She's whacking him with the red just box. Just with that box. just. <laughs> Perhaps you'll take the spare moment to contemplate Nana Sprite's strange tale. May also behoove you to record your thoughts on these developments in your Game Facts walkthrough slash journal. It could be hard finding time to update it. In fact, you're not even sure where you found the time to write what's already there. Uh, next. Rose at her computer, and we see Jaspers. Oh, is that so, Jaspers? And just who do you think you're looking at with that smug grin? The last thing you need is sass from a dead cat. It's pretty much all his fault that you're in this mess in the first place, so he can just button it. <laughs> projecting there a bit, Rose. Um, John, cookies now. You refuse outright. He's just fucking shaking his head. Nope. Mm -mm. Nope. Mm -mm. This impudence is insufferable. Go get the cookies. 
Well, when you put it so politely, how can John decline? He's like just screaming in the pillow. Like, I just you imagine know, him screaming in the pillow. John, you are stupid. You really need to work on your manners. Stupid, stupid, dumb. That's not a command. It's nothing. It's stupid. You're stupid. For the last time, I command you to get the cookies, boy. It's just not gonna happen, buddy. Years in the future. But not really enough to write home about. An agitated finger slips mid-keystroke and hits the caps lock button and turns it off. Go ahead and mm-hmm. click that agitated finger slips mid-keystroke. Mm-hmm. And it opens up another panel, and WV, inside wherever he is, uh, a panel opens up, and there's books, beans, mustard cans, and a book on human etiquette. As well as a plant. And also a plant in the middle of the desert. Huh. Huh. <laughs> 